It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Unusual prophetic lifting. Unusual prophetic lifting. I'm preaching for the next 17 minutes so that I minister the prophetic hallelujah. Amen. Last week, Sunday evening, I did not minister the prophetic. I saw an angel of the Lord moving to and fro and uh, that was it and we closed. But today, I believe that grace will be released for the prophetic. Amen. Amen. When I was playing the drums, I entered into visions. I saw different things, different houses, different offices. Somebody, God is lifting you in the name of Jesus. God is lifting you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is something really as a prophetic lifting. There is something really as a paradigm shift. There is something really as an unusual upliftment. Most people think that the theme of a message is perhaps something to just right to get around the word. That is not what I do. I wait on God and I hear from him. And if I say I hear from God, those of you who are here, you know what I mean. This evening is somebody's evening for a lifting in the name of Jesus. Somebody may be asking, God, when will it be my time? This evening is your time in the name of Jesus. Somebody may be asking, Lord, when will it be my season? This evening is that season in the name of Jesus. Three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. Three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. Three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. Are you ready for the word? 
I just entered into a factory. Three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. You see, the word of God is so powerful that if you decide to live by the word, you will be blessed. When I was young, I used to watch Pastor Chris Oyakilomi a lot of times. And one of the things that really inspired me about Christ Embassy and about Pastor Chris is the eagerness the people attached to the word. The eagerness. The eagerness. Uh, I have gone to many places where the word of God is taught, where the word of God is preached. But I've never seen an atmosphere like Christ Embassy, especially when Pastor Chris Oyakilomi himself is preaching and teaching. I see an eagerness to receive. And no wonder that that general has become a household name in this country and in Africa and the world. There were times when you dress and you wear white, white and people call you Pastor Chris. Why? He's known for it. He's known for it. Apart from the fact that I believe he's an astute teacher of the word, I want us to create an atmosphere like it is created in Christ Embassy where there is a readiness to receive the word, an eagerness to receive the word. You see, they have been taught the truth of the word, that the word is the creative power of God, that everything they are looking for is resident in the word. Everything. Yeah. And because the priority is right, the right things happen continuously. There is nothing that can be compared to the word because the word is God. The word is God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. So when the word of God is coming, it is God manifesting himself in truth to people who are ready. May somebody be ready to receive a word this evening. A word that will cause a turnaround in the name of Jesus. So, I'll be preaching about three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. I'll give you scriptures in the word of God for you to see 
how these men experienced unusual lifting. Three, just three, then we are done. Number one, the lowly in heart. The first kind of people who experience prophetic lifting are the lowly in heart. The lowly in heart. A man who is lowly in heart is a man who is humble. There is no way an elephant can become a pet. The only animal that can become a pet is a, an animal that is small in size. Is that not the case? When you feel too big, you cannot be used by God. When you feel too big, you cannot be lifted by God because in your mind, you have already been lifted. How do you lift up a man who is already lifted? You cannot lift up a man who thinks that he's already lifted. It is those who have the right understanding about their nature who come to God and depend on him for a lifting up. Most people are not genuine with their work with God. If you are genuine with your work with God, you will see the hand of God. You will see the hand of God. I, I pray for somebody this evening that you will become a man who is lowly in heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will become a man who is humble in the name of Jesus. Amen. A man who is lowly in heart is a man who is humble. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 2. Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 2. Pardon me for my voice. Uh, it's not better. But let's keep pushing. Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 2. With all lowliness and meekness. Have you seen that? There is a direct relationship between lowliness and meekness. And a man who is meek is a man who is humble. A man who is lowly in his own mind. A man who accepts that he lies low. is a man who is meek. Most people do not accept that they lie low. I, I'm not talking about an inferiority complex. Which is a psychological situation that must be dealt with. I'm not talking about feeling low self-esteem and low self-image or low self-confidence. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a man who thinks that by himself he can make it. That is a man who God cannot help. A man who claims that by himself he can get it done. It's a man that God cannot help. And most people, even though they may pray and they may make certain declarations and gesticulations, as if they depend on God. God knows they don't depend on him. So you need the lowliness of the spirit in your mind. In your mind. Humility is the state of your mind. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6. 
God cannot help a man who is proud. Because that man already has all the help he needs. He already feels sufficient in himself. And then God cannot come into his situation. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Next verse. No, give me verse 5 first. Verse 5. Verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6 now. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Let's go. But made himself of no reputation. Anybody who is worried about reputation is proud. Anybody who is worried about reputation is proud. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Let's go. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Remember in verse 5, the Bible said, Let this mind which was in Christ Jesus also be in you. And he's explaining that mind, that the mindset he's talking about is humility. So humility is a state of your mind. It is when your mind believes, when your mind accepts, when your mind admits that you are helpless without God and that you are depending on him for a lifting up. Most people make their own connections. They just come to God for a pat on the back. But the people that God genuinely lifts up are the people who depend on him. Yeah. May you receive that understanding. Go to verse 9. Let me show you something. So we are talking about humility. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. You see the humility came before the exaltation. The lowliness came before the lifting up. If a man is genuinely humble before God, God will exalt him every time to prove himself strong in the lives of people. You cannot be an expert before God. You cannot be an expert before God. You cannot claim to be an expert before God. God is the only expert. God is the only expert. Are you here? God is the only expert. Look at something the Lord Jesus said in Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. Somebody receive grace to be humble in heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 23 verse 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. The lifting is always preceded by humility. If a man is genuinely humble, God lifts him easily. God lifts him easily. But if a man is not humble, there is no lifting. There is no lifting because in the mind of that man, he's already lifted. That's what I'm saying. How can God lift somebody who is already lifted? How can God provide for somebody who already thinks he has all he needs? God will not provide for you. How will your mother give you food 
If he asks you whether you are hungry, you say you are satisfied. It's only hungry people who will eat her food. Humility. Unfortunately, among younger people like us, it is difficult to find men and women who are genuinely humble. But I see that grace coming upon your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Look at First Peter chapter number 5, verse 5 to 6. The lowly in heart. If you cannot be corrected, your life will need correction because you are on your way to destruction. A man who cannot be corrected is a man who has passed the boundary of instruction on his way to destruction. If there is no human being who can correct you, you are close to the pit. You are close to the pit. If everybody's voice sounds like an opinion, you will be gone before you know. Check that. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Have you seen that? Yeah. All of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud and giveth grace to the humble. The Greek word here, grace, also means beauty. Remember that the Bible had talked about and be clothed with humility. Now, when a man is proud in the realm of the spirit, he's ugly. You can't believe it. That's why in the visions people had concerning heaven, they saw that the, those who had the most shining of clothes were those who were humble. They were those who had genuine beauty, fragrance before God. When a man is proud, he's ugly before God. So Peter says, be clothed with humility. And then he ends by saying, he giveth grace to the humble. The grace is the cloth, the beauty that the humble person walks in. If you are humble in the realm of the spirit, you are wearing a beautiful apparel. Kenneth Hagan had a vision. And in the vision... He saw a man come to heaven. When the man was coming to heaven, everybody, the angels were bowing. They were, they were, I mean, they couldn't look at his face. They were, you know, bowing down their heads. And all the men were also bowing down. And Kenneth Higgins asked the angel that, one angel that, who is this man? He said, this man is a humble man. Then Kenneth Higgins said, why is he wearing a very dirty cloth and yet everybody is bowing to him? The angel said, look at what will happen. Then, the moment the man went into the presence of God, his apparel changed to the most beautiful. God giveth grace, beauty to the humble. That's what I'm saying. If you cannot be corrected, you cannot be instructed, you cannot be rebuked. Rebuke makes you feel emotional. Ah, there is no grace for you. There is no grace for you. Most of the times, the people who love you most are the people who are strong on you. Because 
they see mistakes they made that you are about to make. But they cannot tell you because if you are not matured enough, you will not be able to handle the fact that they went through that. Either than that, it will change how you see them and the quality of the mentorship will be watered down. So they may not be able to tell you in literal sense what you are doing, but they will just give you the caution ahead of time that be warned, stop this. Because they feel and they know that the pain they went through is the pain you are gravitating towards. But how many people can genuinely accept the truth of a mentor. Yeah. One day I saw two of my sons in the ministry falling in love with one of my daughters. Two. And they were both around. But um, the lady was not interested in any of them. So the lady was interested in some, some, someone else. And when I found, I found out the same day and I called both of them the way I insulted them because I was trying to prevent them from something that I see happening now listen brothers are you in the house yes, sir. the fact that a lady is nice to you does not mean she loves you if you stretch it you may be on a stretcher you may be on a stretcher most people misinterpret the niceness of ladies. It may cause you a lot of pain. And I saw it happening. And I knew both of them would say they have prayed about it. And I knew both of them would say God has spoken to them. Even though they can't hear cockroach. I wanted to prevent that. We were in Kenya yesterday. And I did. I did. But how could I have explained to them that I have seen this thing you are doing and I saw how it was about to destroy me many years ago. You won't be able to take it. So I use insult to summarize the instruction. You see how kids are moving with their mothers and unfortunately they cross the road perhaps ahead of their mothers and the mothers cross and they embrace the kids and beat them is there a sign of is there a sign of it's the highest demonstration of love that's what my sister will be at you And when the mother does that, it is not child abuse. It is saving the life of that child. Are you here? Yes, sir. Sometimes, correction and rebuke is the only way to save your life. But if you are not mature enough, you cannot be able to understand the depth of that instruction. And it is when you are rebuked and corrected that we see your true nature. Ray, you have a perfume here, right? Give it to me. Is somebody here? 
Now, this is a beautiful perfume. The only way to smell this perfume is to put pressure on the head. When there is pressure, what is in you will come out. Your mentor, your leader, the authority is the one to give you pressure on your head, of course. To let us know your perfume. What fragrance will you produce when pressure ah, is applied? But this is more pressure. Fix it, my son. So, thank you. So, I'm sure those of you who are here, you can smell it. But initially, we were not able to. So, pressure. Pressure. Force over area. Force over area is God's way of releasing what is in you. But who likes force? But force is the way to release what is in you. So, when you grow, I'll teach you some things. Eh? When you grow, why? But just take it like that as point one. Point two. Ah, maybe somebody, when I say when you grow, you're already offended. I who said I've not grown. You see, you are the person I'm talking about. You are the person I'm just talking about. You are the person we are describing. <laughs> Someone say mercy. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Give me verse 6. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. You saw how I demonstrated the pressure. That he may exalt you in due time. Once again, the exaltation, the lifting is connected to humility. And humility is your personal responsibility. There are two ways to be humble. Number one, you can humble yourself and receive the grace from God. Number two, you can let God humble you for you to become a lesson to others. I encourage you, humble yourself. I encourage you that you take the personal decision of humbling yourself. Gentlemen, where's your beloved? Where is she? Where did she go? Call her. Find out where she is. May the grace of humility come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Numbers of the 12 verse 3, Bible said, Moses was the meekest man upon the face of the earth. May that be said about you in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second kind of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting are those who are learners of the word of God. They are those who are what? Learners. People who learn the word. It will be so surprising that God created the whole world with the word of God. And he just wants you to do well in economics. It doesn't make sense. Because if he created the whole world and you are just part of that world, why is it that all he wants you to know is administration? Huh? Or nutrition? Ah, It doesn't make sense. Until you become an addicted to the word, you will not see certain quantum leaps in your life. 
you have to be addicted to the word. Before you knew you would go to school, you knew your name, you knew your age. Before you knew everything, God created the world by the word of God. Uh-huh. So don't bring your age and your school and the course. He created everything before courses started coming. Eh? Uh-huh. So don't bring it. The word pre-existed every human invention, every human discovery, every human mechanism, and definitely every human institution. The word is the creative force of God, which is the foundation to everything that exists. Now, God called everything to pass before it came to pass. You cannot escape the truth and the potency of his word and to expect things to work because everything including you was created by the word you have to become a student of the word in the word there is your healing in the word there is your promotion in the word there is your breakthrough in the word there is your upliftment in the word. There is your turn around in the word. The word of God is the wellness that creates success for every being. Ha. Bible said, everything God made, he made by the word. And there was nothing that he made that was made without the word. John chapter 1 verse 3. Everything exists by the power of the word. Come on. So, whatever lifting you are looking for will only come by the word. You have to become a learner. You have to learn the Bible daily. You have to learn the Bible daily. You have to have time to learn the Bible every day. That is how you receive wisdom. That is how you receive understanding. That's how you receive confidence. That is how you receive the anointing. All the important things you are looking for are the word, the word, the word. The mystery of the word. Look at Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Proverbs chapter number 4, verse 7 to 8. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get Wisdom, with all thy getting, get understanding. Verse 8 now. Exalt her. Who is the her? Wisdom. We just read it. Wisdom, understanding. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. Every man's exaltation will be determined by the quality of wisdom he possesses. The wiser you are, the more God lifts you up. That's why Daniel went up because of wisdom. Solomon went up because of wisdom. It is only wisdom that is a guarantee that you misuse the potent and the privileges that is ahead of you. It is only wisdom. So you have to become a student in the school of wisdom. In the school of what? In the school of wisdom, you have to become a student. So when you seek after wisdom and you exalt wisdom, what that means is that 
when you cherish wisdom and you cherish the word of God and you cherish the understanding of the word, naturally you will be promoted. Naturally you will be going ahead of your mate. Naturally. Because you will be making discoveries in the word that will release you into divine recoveries. The things you lose, you suddenly gain them by the force of wisdom. By the force of wisdom. Light. 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 Wisdom. It's the principal thing. It's the most important thing. And it's a, in all that getting, you get understanding. You get understanding. The understanding of how things work is the guarantee for success. The understanding of how things work is the guarantee for success. So you have to build a system where you understand how things work. For example, you have to know how healing works. How prayer works. How the word works. How revival works. How marriage works. The moment you are able to relate... To the components of the system, you just arrange it and it works. Inside, 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 inside. It is my heart cry that our church become a church that is known for wisdom. Wisdom. Because wisdom is the principal thing. Let me show you a verse in the New Testament. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Somebody here begin to seek the truth of the word in the name of Jesus. Yes. Begin to become a lover of the word of God in the name of Jesus. Yes. Begin to become a student of the word of God in the name of Jesus. Yes. Begin to become a learner of the word of God in the name of Jesus. Yes. One of the things I hear a lot about me and about the ministry of the word is that they say when I listen to you I know you have studied the thing you know the thing <laughs> and I study you master I study I study I study I study I study that's not the substance. The substance is that learning is important. Yesterday, a man told me, he said, I've been in your church twice. Anytime I'm done with church, when I come to your place, when I go home, I don't sleep at night. I don't sleep at dawn. My wife doesn't understand. He said, I read throughout the dawn. Because when I see you and what you speak and what you teach, I said, no, I can't sleep. That's a man who is doing well. You see, when you are wise, you know what is important. And you do it. The word. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. And now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. 
Everybody's building up is connected to the word. Every part of your life will be built up. Okay? Comparatively to the word that you have received. I have seen people who claim to be rich and whatever, and I see small problem. Hmm? Sickness, small problem. Spiritual attack, small problem, and they can't deal with it, and they lose everything. The only guarantee for safety is the word. That is why I teach that people build balance, balance in their lives. Balance. The word of his grace, when it's able to build you up and to give you an inheritance, Jesus. Everything is available in God, but it will take building up for you to qualify to inherit it. So if you become a baby Christian forever, you won't receive anything forever. Because it does not matter how much a man loves his son. If the son does not do a growing up, there are certain things that the son cannot handle. Now, I want to think of a man who is doing well materially, has houses, has cars, has lands, has money. He has a child who is four years old. How does he explain to that child that there are houses for you, there are cars for you? And if he gives a car key to that four-year-old child to drive, even though the inheritance belongs to the child, because the child has not built up to manhood, the child cannot ha handle the inheritance. It will take a building up on the word to inherit what is available in God. It will take a building up. And the building up, the Bible said, is going to happen by the force of the word. And to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Earnestly desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. The same root word of build is the same word, grow. Eh? You know, when things are being built up, they are growing. Eh? Yeah. the word the word you see if you spend time with the word of God your countenance changes your spirit is refreshed your soul is refreshed you see most people wake up in the morning with 10 brown envelopes eh? looking for a job eh? and they never spend one hour with God asking him where the job is. Eh? I said wisdom simplifies things. Foolishness complicates them. How do you wake up and roam about looking for a job when you can spend one hour with God for him to show you where the job is? And there are times where as you study the word of God, he opens your eyes to the answer that you are looking for. Last year, 
in December. The last week of December, I was there were five things, five projects I had to combine. I did not know how to combine them. I thought it was not possible. Because they were all different. Time and everything was different. Then I started studying the word of God. And I saw that Samuel was a king. Samuel was a priest. Samuel was a priest. He was a kingmaker. He was a prophet and he was a judge at the same time. I just saw it was possible. Suddenly my eyes opened to how it was possible. I combined everything. And this year, in fact, last year was stressful for me than this year. Even though the workload in every part is growing. I said last year was stressful than this year. Because I found the answer that makes it work. All five. In the story of Samuel. The job you are looking for is not in the hands of your boss. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. When you study the word and you see the application of wisdom and you walk in it, you easily get a job. You easily get a job. Look at Psalm 45 verse 4. I see the anointing of the spirit coming upon somebody in the name of Jesus. From today, you become a student of the word in the name of Jesus. I said from today, your love for the word of God will increase in the name of Jesus. Answers were there before questions came. Anytime your teacher says a question for you, he already knows the answer. I say answers were there before questions came. Most people say darkness was there before light came, but God is light. God was there before darkness. The answers are always there. They are always there. And in thy majesty, ride prosperously because of truth. It takes truth to ride. It takes truth to triumph. It takes truth to be elevated. And meekness, we have already talked about that, lowliness, you remember. And righteousness, application of instruction. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. People want to write, but they don't want to go for truth. It takes truth to write. It takes truth to write. What is truth? John chapter 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. Mm. 
When I had the opportunity, I didn't go. I don't need it. Sanctify them through thy word. Thy truth, thy word is truth. Psalm 45 verse 4, the verse we read before this. Said, you shall ride prosperously because of truth. And I'm showing you that that truth is the word. I hear. You ride by the word. As for me, my work is that I work in an insurance company. I don't have time reading the Bible. You will not have time finding wisdom. You will not have time receiving understanding. And you may not have time for knowledge. You see, there is a way there is a way out in every situation. And that way out in every situation is called wisdom. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Are you here somebody? The labor of the foolish wearied every one of them. It's like coming from town. You want to sell Hundred oranges. You have brought ninety-eight. Say, my bro, my bro, this is your scripture. This is your scripture. This is your scripture. You you steady six months for an exam, you fail. This is your scripture. I studied all the night, I still failed. That's the labor of the foolish. It wearied them. Did you study ten where in school? Did you do efficiency of machine? Mechanics, one. Yeah. I say I'm not a science student. When I say people don't believe it. But I'm not a science But I used to read science books a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the labor of the foolish wearied them. Every one of them. Every one of them. That's your scripture. Ecclesiastes 10:15. The labor of the foolish. When you see poor people and rich people, which one look tired? Poor people, the labor of the foolish. Wear it. The word where it is tired, eh? Tired. Not some of them, all of them. All. Did you see all? Every one of them. Do you see that? When you take all out, what is left? Nothing. Ah, okay. Because he knows not how. I said the knowledge of how. The knowledge of how. Is what constitutes the main ingredient of success, the knowledge of how. For example, I want to run a business. How will it work? I'm studying the word of God. I'm reading about the 10 greatest entrepreneurs in the world. I have taken Abraham. I have taken Job. 
I have taken Esther. I have taken Joseph. I have read about Matthew. I have read about this. I have read about that. I see what they did that brought them into realms of greatness. That is how to have it. Okay, then I apply it. The word of God is not just a historical document. There is a spirit behind the word. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, John 63, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God we are reading, it's not like reading a document, a documented literature about a past government or about an institution or about an event or about a person in the past. When we read about Jesus, it's not the same as reading about Aristotle or about Isaac Newton. Be behind what we read about Jesus is the spirit. The spirit that gives you the ability to be built up. Most people don't understand how spiritual things work. But there is a way spiritual things work. The labor of the foolish were at every one of them because he knoweth not. Have you seen knoweth not? Knoweth not. What is the greatest crime on earth? Should I show you in the Bible? Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. The greatest crime on earth. I said I'm preaching on three kinds of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. Number one, I said the lowly in heart. Number two, I said the learnness of the word of God. Are you here? <laughs> uh, therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with test. Let's go on. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp. And he that rejoices shall descend into it. You see, it's ignorance that takes people's life downwards. Knowledge takes people's lives upwards. The knowledge of the word. Make time for the word of God. When you wake up in the morning, study the word. Play an audio session. We have over 150 audio sessions that have been addicted with our songs and everything in it. Play them. Soak them. Get a pen drive. Listen to them. When I went home and my mother said, my father was listening to my preaching and my father was clapping his hands and my father was crying. I knew that I was anointed. I just knew. Yeah. Soak the messages. Depend on them. Listen to them. You will find answers in them. You will find answers. I said the answers were there before the questions were set. Uh -huh. Think that there won't be a marking scheme. The answers were there before the questions were set. So, Lord, this is my question. How do I turn my business from tabletop to container. Oh, then you have to now begin an adventure into the word of God to find out how people moved from smallness into bigness. And this in the word. It's in the word. The answers are there. The answers are there. 
and the force that makes it possible in your situation is also available in the world. That's the anointing. That's the spirit. If God's word cannot change you, nothing can change you. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. But if we, when you are a student of the word, you will find answers. There is a man of God who took three books written by Kenneth Copeland and Gloria Copeland and he went on a three-day fasting. And as he was searching the scriptures, God opened his eyes. Then he shouted in his room, Hey! The other guys came around. He said, I can never be poor. He's called David Oyedepo. He said many years ago, he doesn't look poor and he's not poor. It's always working like this. So the Bible said, I am the Lord. It's working like this. Blah. I am balanced. No check account balance. Nothing in the woman. Not just Pam Wonder, say kangaroo. Nyango. Check a balance. Star 170 hash. Nabo option five. Wallet. Bo. Somebody is receiving revelation in the name of Jesus. So you have to become a student of the word. Let me show you something. Are you ready? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1. The guys who contributed to buy this uh, lapel mic for me, Charlie, God bless you. Eh? God, I'm liking the preaching through the lap. I mean, I feel like I can crack. Because my hands are free. You know. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1. Through desire, a man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Through what? Oh, are you in church this evening? Through what? Through desire, a man having separated himself, Seeker and intermediate with all wisdom. This verse means that when a friend wants to come and see you for you to talk, tell him I'm reading the Bible. Through desire, a man having separated himself, having separated himself, seeketh. When you seek, you shall find. And intermediate the composition of understanding. Kai. With all wisdom. And remember what Apostle Paul said about Timothy. He said, I know that from your childhood, the word of God is able to make you wise. At our workers' meeting, we looked at that verse. The word is able to make you wise. Desire separates you from foolish people. Desire makes you seek for the truth of the word. Desire makes you intermeddle with the when, when you see people who are reading and they are alone and they are happy and you're asking them why they are happy, you don't understand. Intermeddle with all wisdom. Their small minds are having spiritual intercourse with the mind of the spirit. They suddenly understand and see the answer. It's possible. This is it. Wow. Is there? Eureka. 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 You know the history behind Eureka. 
Eureka is not a can. When you say Eureka, they say can. Go and study the Greek philosopher. Who shouted and he said, Eureka. The king said, we have to weigh, we have to know the mass of this gold. If you cannot tell us, your head will roll. And in the olden days, it was common. That's why Daniel chapter 2, the, in the book of Nehemiah, hey, let's see if you can't tell me the meaning of the vision, I'll kill all of you, are useless people. And he killed them. Daniel came with the answer. So, everybody was looking for the answer and they were not finding it the day before the execution. I will hide his name from you. Go and find who said Eureka. He was going to bath. When he stepped in the throw, the volume of the water came up. Then he took his leg and he went down. He stepped in, he came up. Then he took his leg, he came down. And scientific discoveries through the process of experimentation, observation. Eh? So he put his leg. He was observing. He took it. It went down. Then he said, oh, I found it. The difference, the weight of my leg, the mass of my leg, is the difference between the volume of the water before I put it in and the volume of the water after I put it in. Then he went out naked to the king. Hey, king, Eureka, I found it. I found it. That's how he saved his generation. It's insight. Huh? Insight. Hey, listen. If you don't find wisdom, open bread. Simple. Open bread. Make it our bread. Make it our bread. The labor of the foolish were yet them all. Cousins, aunties, uncles, pets in the house, everybody's wearing. You see how rich men's dog look healthy. You see how Nyamiche's dog also looks. You see it. Number three and final. I'm called to be a clinical psychologist. As interesting. So I can't start the word. I don't have time. Ananessa, eh, Divan, Anessa, Adruno, and one. Ah, meeting with her. Number three, the third kind of people who experience unusual prophetic lifting. So, by what is a prophet, I want to buy, can't be teaching mama speakers, nothing. Elia, Elia, so away, you're so be more hot, Tanassi, 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 over sodium, Tanassi, Tanassi. Obesodium. 
Because of 14 weeks, when he mercy around 14 weeks, and that my name here, my name Papa. We were like two one days, then he pray. Okay. Number three, final. The third kind of people who receive unusual prophetic lifting, the lovers of God. You see, I'm doing LLL, eh? Lovers of God. Every unusual lover of God will experience unusual lifting by God. Do you love God? Is your life demonstrating your love for God? The proof of love is the investment of time. The proof of love is the investment of time. If you love somebody, you make time to be with a person. Do you love God? How much of your time is committed to God? How much of your time is committed to God? I said the proof of love is what? Investment of time. That's why I find it very problematic when the lady says, nobody loves me, ready to make time. Because love will, seen, will be seen by the time you make. Yeah. When you shut all the doors and you say nobody is here, I mean, we don't get it. God will open the door. Is somebody here? There is an interesting verse I want you to see. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. I'm sure you have seen it, but perhaps you may have skipped this important part. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. You see some kind of people, when it's time to dance in church, they are dead. When it's time to give off, they are dead. When it's time for the word, they are sleeping or they are going out. You see that? You see that? You watch their family. All of them are like that. All of them are like that. It's not them. Now, what reasons? Now, main question, one answer. Now, I can answer the other. Now, obey their passing. So, if you are before, Omunim said, Only your word now when I discover, when I discover, when I recover, when I recover, I will lift it up. Into all my own word now. You find what is important and you stick to it. Eh? Romans 8 28. Are you there? And we know that all things work together for good. Have you seen that? That is the definition of success. Is that not it? All things working together for good. That's success. All things are working together for good. That's success. But it's not for everybody. Look at the verse. To them that love God, success comes to them that love God. All things work together for good to them that love. If you are not a lover of God, things will not work together for your good. Did you read the Bible I just read? You don't want to understand the truth of the revelation. You can't fight truth. 
No. All things work together for good to them that love God. You are not a lover of God. You will not see certain realms of success. You have to become a lover of God. Until you become a lover of God, you will not be able to experience certain heights of lifting. Do you love God? Do you have a heart for God? You see, people don't pray until they have problems. That shows they don't love God. You must develop a relationship with God with or without any circumstance, any crisis, any situation. You love him. I'm not saying you are asking him for stuff. Now think about it. You have a friend or you have a wife or a husband who only comes to talk to you when he needs something. What is your understanding of who that person represents? The person is using you. That's all it is. The person is taking advantage of your, your, your credibility and your integrity and your ability to provide. That's it. That's how so many Christians treat and nurture their relationship with God until they have problems, they don't go to him. God knows you don't love him. How can he preserve the best for you if you do not love him, but will go to him only when there is an issue? God is not in need. Eh? God is not lonely, okay? God is God. He's the fullness that fills all there is. Do you love him? Not do you need something from him. When you see people praying a lot and shouting a lot, you go and listen to his school fees, his school fees, his car, his bills, his rent. Marriage. The problem they tell you the tongue. MM is marriage. Marriage. Imagine having a friend you only visit when you are in need. How should that friend see you? And I'm saying most people have developed that I need this. Give me that relationship with God. Do you love him? Why is that important? Because all things will only work together for them that love him. You have to grow your love for him. Eh? <laughs> there, are, there are many mysteries so you have to grow your love for him. Many years ago I was praying and the Lord spoke to me. He said, Tell me what I should give to you that you stop worrying me. I said, God, I want you. When you give me, you are okay. I'm not looking for something. I'm looking for someone. I'm looking for you. The fullness of you. And the more you grow in your work with God, the more you realize you don't know more about him. And then the more you seek him, it never ends. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. May you become a lover of God. Amen. I said, may you become a lover of God. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.
Let me give you one indicator, or rather I should say indicator, that you love God. If a man loves God, what will he do among many other things? Let me give you one. Are you ready? Luke chapter 7 verse 5. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 7, verse 5. Somebody begin to speak in tongues. My love for you is going up, Lord. My love for you is going up, Lord. In Jesus' name. Luke chapter 7 verse 5. Have you, are you there? For he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. Anybody who is a lover of God will be interested in building the house of God. That's one easy way of knowing if you are a lover of God. Anything you love, you want to build it. If you love God, you will be interested in building his house. You'll be asking yourself, what can I give? What can I do? What can I bring? What can I present? What can I sacrifice for the house? <laughs> Unfortunately, there are people in church who stopped going to church because they needed rent and the part not paid. When you hear some of these frivolous I mean, sometimes you hear some conversations as if there is Mongolian imbeciles who have gathered together around fire, keeping warmth like dogs. I stopped chat because I, I needed loan, they did not give me. When we went, you saw insurance written there. You saw what we do here. You saw loan services. You saw soft loan and hard loan. You saw medium loan. Now we see angry why they are solid soft person. We see angry soft person. So we see the soft one if he. Every father is the pastor of his family. Now we bring music. I mean, I've seen people who are hurt and bitter because I paid half of their school fees in university and I didn't pay all when they were doing their masters. That after that, I did not understand, you know, I was surprised on the phone hearing what they were saying. And yet these people will not lift a finger for God. Oh. Not for the house of God. When you love God, you will find ways to sacrifice for his house. Do you love God? Your tithe shows it. Do you love God? Your offering shows it. Do you love God? Your meeting days shows it. Do you love God? Your attendance shows it. Everything shows it. How much you are passionate about his house is the easiest way for us to know whether you love him. 
Do you love him? Luke chapter 7 verse 10. By the time Jesus was done speaking with this centurion, something had happened in verse 10. And they that were sent returning to the house found the servant whole that had been sick. Do you see that? Oh, Charlie, if there are no spaces there, you can come in front of Are you sure? Okay. They were whole. He, sorry, he was whole. The sickness upon him was taken away. The reason why Jesus stopped to listen to that centurion was because the, the master said, my servant loves God and has built us a synagogue. Hey, you can come forward. I mean, he has built us a synagogue. What have you built for God? Are we okay? What have you built for the house of God? Is there any church you can enter and say, this is my money? Is there any church you can enter like that? This is my money. This is my money. This is my money. Now, when COVID-19 came and they said we should stay in the island and lock down, the pastors have brought all their monies to take care of people. They just kept the money in themselves. So the kind of work pastors do, nobody does it on earth. Nobody. Feeding the church with the word, teaching, ministering, praying, teaching people to get into the kingdom, the gospel. When you go to Echo Bank, they, they preach, eh? The preacher stand back. ADB is where? Okay. They are, they are interested in physical things of money. The church is interested in your soul where you die after you are laid in a coffin. Are you comparing the two? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, me bufu sana. Esaya solen. Okay, esaya solen. But me bufu sana, me sen kome efe. Aha, auntie. This year, Enesa. The lady in pink. What's 
Do you love God? Look at this verse as we close. First Kings chapter 8, verse 18. Ask the person close to you. In what church are you serving? Ask the person. In what church are you serving? First Kings chapter 8, verse 18. I see a oh God going up in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Lord said unto David, my father, whereas it is was in thine heart to build an house unto my name. <laughs> Many years ago, I prayed for my children. I said, Lord, don't let me give birth to a human being who will not be a man of God. It will not make sense. No. I don't want to give birth to a child Oh, crazy, eh? Crazy. And crude oil over souls. It will worry me. God, don't, don't bring that child. Hmm? Whereas it was in thy heart to build an house unto my name. Thou didst well that it was in thy heart. The people who do well in this life are those who have it in their heart to build a house for the Lord. Thou didst well that it was in thy heart. Yeah. Where is your heart? Is it building the house of God? If that's your heart, thou didst well. You will do well if it's in your heart. And that is the demonstration of your love for God. The centurion said, this man loved God. Jesus said, how? He said, he built us a synagogue. The synagogue was the educational institution and center for the Jewish culture. They had to go there to study the Jewish history, traditions, precepts, and customs. And he said, this man single-handedly built a place for us. Solomon said, God spoke to my father David and he said, you have done well and you will do well because it's in your heart that you build me a house. David wanted to build a house for God. God said, no, your hands are full of blood. David said, I will make everything available. God, you may not want me to build it, but I'm making everything available for my son to build it. Thou didst well that was in thy heart. See a lot of selfish people in church. Eh? You see their lives. Nothing great happens to them. Thou didst well. Thou was in thy heart. Thou didst well. That it was in thy heart. Hey guys said, Is it time for men to focus on their own buildings? When the house of God lies in ruins? I will sacrifice for the house of God. I was doing that many years ago before I became a pastor. Becoming a pastor has not changed any part of my life. 
Those who knew me before I became a pastor, I'm like this. Uh, I'm like this. Father, grant me a heart to love you in Jesus' name. I want you to pray, Lord, touch my heart. May I love you the more in the name of Jesus. May I be committed more to your house. Are you praying? Are you lifting up your voice? Received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and youtube via the handle prophet or queen you can also meet him live at the mountain of results auditorium dan suman market complex accra ghana stay blessed to clear my death.